Welcome to episode number 27 on the My Story Podcast. On the My Story Podcast, we feature interviews with leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs who tell their story and the life lessons they've learned along the way. Hi, I'm Conrad Weaver, your host for the show. It's been a few weeks since I've released an episode, but I now have a few more interviews recorded and we'll be releasing them over the next couple of weeks. It's been a, it's a crazy time for us, right? Well, today on the My Story Podcast, I have a very special guest who I met a few weeks back while on a trip to Florida. Lydia Crochet is the mom to a three-legged dog named Jeannie. Jeannie is a therapy dog who brings smiles everywhere she goes. I got to meet Jeannie a few weeks ago in Florida and she's an amazing little dog. Well, last year she won a national award for her service and now has more than 50,000 followers on her social media pages. Yes, she has her own Instagram account and a Facebook page. So you can check her out there. Well, for this interview, I didn't speak with the dog, but I did have a great phone conversation with Lydia. She and her husband have been taking care of Jeannie for a while now, and we'll hear their story of the amazing things that Jeannie, the three-legged dog, is doing. So stay tuned for that interview. You know, I hope you and your family are doing well during this crazy time of the COVID-19 crisis. And I hope you're not going too crazy being quarantined in your home. It's a different world we're living in all of a sudden, and who knows when this will change. My prayer is that you stay safe and healthy, and that all of us can get back to work and connecting with our friends and family sometime very soon. But I encourage you to take advantage of this downtime. I'm sure some of you listening don't have much downtime, especially if you're a first responder or work in a hospital, or if you're a school administrator like my wife is. There's not much downtime, it seems. But if you do have some downtime, you know, take advantage of it. Work on something you've been putting off. For me personally, I picked up the guitar again. It's been a long time since I played on a regular basis, and I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's fun to start learning those notes again and, and, and just making music again. If you do that, leave me a note and let me know what you're doing what you're doing that's different or what you're working on or what you're doing that you've put off for a while. And be sure to talk to your loved ones as often as you can. I don't want to be morbid, but you never know when it's the last chance to do that. And now here's my interview with Lydia Crochet. Welcome to the My Story Podcast. I'm glad you were able to, uh, we were able to get together and uh, do this recording. So thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. So for our audience, give us a little bit of, of who you are and what do you do? Well, my name is Lydia Crochet and I am part of, of a pet therapy team with my little three-legged dog, Jeannie. And that's, that's basically our claim to fame. <laughs> so I met Jeannie a few months ago. <laughs> you did. In Florida. And it was uh, really cool to meet Jeannie and, of course, to meet you. And so tell me, how did you get into pet therapy? What was your story? Well, we're volunteers. Yeah. Well, actually, I worked um, locally here in uh, Lake Charles, Louisiana, for our um, Calcasieu Parish District Attorney's Office. 
in Louisiana, we call them parishes. I believe you guys all call them counties. Sure, right. <laughs> but um, I worked there for 16 years and I adopted this little dog and she's so mild mannered and even tempered and just a, a great little companion. And I um, was told by many people I should have her tested for pet therapy. So I did. So I started volunteering on the weekends and um, after work with her. And I ended up quitting my job eventually. And this is what we do basically full time. Wow. So it's full time volunteer job, I guess. It really is. And when I say full time, it, it depends on uh, the events and venues where we go, of course, whether they're open and, and receiving us and things like that. But um, this is basically what we do now. So tell me a little bit about Jeannie. What kind of dog is she? How does she? And you have her as a as the three-legged dogs. Tell me about that. Jeannie is, uh, she's the most amazing little creature. You know, you met her. Uh, right. You got to hug her. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, she's about 10 pounds. She's 12 years old now. Mm. Um, and I've had her uh, since she was approximately five or six months old. So she's been with us most of her life. And um, I wasn't sure what kind of dog she was. There's so much cuteness going on with her that mm -hmm. I had her tested. There's actually DNA tests you can do to see mm -hmm. what kind of breed your dog is. And it came back as quite the little, what we call in Southwest Louisiana, quite the gumbo of breeds, <laughs> um, a little bit of everything. She's a Pomeranian, Yorkie, Poodle, and Papillon that we know of. Mm. She certainly has the papillon ears that, that really look like butterfly wings, which is, mm. I had to learn that that's what papillon means. Okay. <laughs> but Very she's, cool. uh, we like to call her a uh, Pomayorka poopion, if you will. <laughs> and the, the kids we visit really like that. that where they always ask us what kind of dog she is, and I spit that out, out at them, and they love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did she, was she born without a leg, or did she lose a leg? How, how, what was that story? She was actually, uh, she's a rescue, um, and she was found in a rural area of our town, and she had a little crippled front foot, her right leg, and um, the lady that found her, as luck would have it, worked for a veterinarian uh, in town, and she picked up the, the little dog and brought her into work with her, and uh, the vet made the decision to go ahead and amputate the leg. It was withdrawn and it would never reach the ground. So it was actually a little heavy for her mm. um, being a small dog. So he removed the leg and she's, you know, every, the rest is history. She's, she's good to go. Mm. So as a, as a dog therapist, what does uh, Jeannie do and who does she see? It's a wide range of, uh, of jobs and people. I will tell you her favorite job is uh, the veterans home. Mm. Um, we do visit nursing home, regular nursing homes as well, but the veterans home, um, there tends to be a lot of amputees there and they bond with her, um, over that common ground. But, um, she loves to go there. She knows when we pull up in the parking lot where we are, um, and we, we just spend the day and her job is to literally make people smile and, mm. and just sit there on their laps and cuddle and, and love and let them pet her as long as they would like to. But we do go to veterans uh, nursing homes as well. We visit our local hospital. There are certain floors, of course, that the dogs are allowed to go to. Um, we visit people who are recovering from um, like orthopedic things and uh, surgeries. Mm -hmm. Nothing infectious, of course, but sure. uh, we do visit 
visit lots of children who are recovering from from things. And she actually works for a local counseling agency here Mm. in Lake Charles called um, Family and Youth Counseling Agency. Um, She will go to counseling with children who are amputees. Mm. There's a division there called the Children's Advocacy Center. That's where they bring children to get their statement for police reports. Children who have witnessed a crime or um, who have been abused themselves, physically, sexually, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Um, Just having a dog in the room sometimes helps them to relax Mm -hmm. and to um, feel, you know, that they're not alone and that everything's going to be okay. I remember when I when I met you, you told me a story about that and about a little young person who saw some tragedy and wouldn't speak. And then after she met Jeannie, she opened up. She did. And she's still great friends with Jeannie to this day. That was several years ago. It's just amazing to watch the bond between these two over that event. And so when Jeannie meets, you know, these kids that maybe have lost a limb, what does that do for this young, young person? Well, first of all, I think the whole aspect that there's a dog, (laughs) (laughs) that children just really tend to, there's no judgment there, you know, Mm -hmm. the the, the love is unconditional. Um, The whole aspect of the dog is is just um, a big comfort and playful thing for the children. But when they see that she's like them, it's Mm -hmm. a whole other aspect. And they, the bond is just, you see it immediately. Mm -hmm their little faces light up and it's a, it's a whole new world for them. They, they have obviously um, in their lifetime seen people who have lost limbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of them really haven't seen a dog that or met one in person rather that's like her. So when they do, it's, it's an instant bond. Mm-hmm. It really is. That's gotta be really fun to watch for you to come in and see these kids, you know, respond that way. It really is. It really is. I I can tell you that it it's been such a blessing for me just to be a part of of this. Um, I'm sure it is a blessing to the children and and the um, adults that we visit. But for me personally, it, it's been life changing for me just to be witness to mm. these encounters. And Jeannie has really made a name for herself uh, around the country, right? <laughs> she really has. Uh, it, it's been, you know, such a whirlwind for us. But I did start a social media page of Facebook and Instagram for her, just to kind of update everyone on some of our visits and, you know, what we're doing. And it kind of took off. And we, she has way more friends than I do, <laughs> just put it that way. <laughs> she. She's way cuter and she, she's got the, uh, the, she's such a little poser. You point an iPhone at her now and she automatically sits down and tilts her head. So, <laughs> so what all has she had the opportunity to do? I know she was on the Today Show. Is that right? She was. That, that was fun. Um, but bad. what led to that was the, the Hero Dog Awards, um, yeah. American Humane has a an award show specifically for dogs every year. Um, it is a fundraiser for their their animal rescue operation, but what they do is they put on an award show with seven different categories. It's uh, search and rescue therapy, which is the category Genie One, the guide dog category, military dog, the police dog, uh, and service dog, and hero rescue dog of the year. 
Mm. And so they all seven of us go to um, Beverly Hills. We stayed at the Beverly Hills Hilton, mm-hmm. which was really nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, and the award show is right there in the in the ballroom where they have the Golden Globes. I believe oh, wow. they used to do the Emmys there as well. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's really exciting to be in that room, just knowing who all's been in that room. Sure. <laughs> and it aired on the Hallmark Channel, so that was exciting, and that led to. Um, being on other um, shows to promote the Hero Dog Awards. We mm-hmm. were on the Today Show, like you said. And while we were in uh, New York, we take uh, People Magazine actually has a, a web show called People Now. And mm-hmm. we were able to tape that. And um, we were on Access Hollywood mm-hmm. and Home and Family Show, which is a show that airs on Hallmark Channel as well. So it, it has led to a lot of uh, exposure and, and unique opportunities. Mm-hmm. Has that also led to taking Jeannie around the country to do therapy? Uh, well, not really, because um, we have to have permission, obviously, from the venues and things where we would be bringing her. Sure. Um, and when we're when we're in these these cities like New York and where we saw you in Palm Beach and mm-hmm. um, L.A., uh, we really don't have much time. They have a full mm-hmm. schedule for us, but. I would absolutely love that though. Right. Right. So Jeannie has a, uh, has a new brother or sister. That's also three-legged. <laughs> she, she does. She does. Her name's Pippa. Actually, Pippa's really not new. She is younger than Jeannie. She's five. Okay. Uh, but we've had Pippa for three years and okay. um, she, she does have three legs as well. She's missing her back right leg. Well, this is kind of a pattern for you. <laughs> you you know what i've had a few people ask me so what happens to dogs when they go to live with you <laughs> you know they don't they don't come here and then then lose a limb right. uh well what happened with that obviously we had uh genie first and with her facebook page we sometimes share dogs um that need a home and um, trying to help them find homes. And there was, uh, we live about three hours from um, New Orleans and we go there quite a bit. This uh, rescue in uh, New Orleans asked us to please share this this little dog to help her find a home. And since she's three-legged, they thought maybe people would uh, respond better on Jeannie's page. Mm-hmm. Well, we just happened to be in New Orleans that weekend. Mm-hmm. And um uh, we had a little older dog that we had to put to sleep. Um, we were still grieving him, but we were ready to adopt another. And so we went to meet her. And my husband knew if we go meet her, we're bringing her home. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. I couldn't, I couldn't leave her. I, I fell in love with her immediately. And she's the total opposite of Jeannie. She's, uh, they're the same size and same color, but different breeds. And, um, Pippa is probably, possibly the world's fastest three-legged dog. <laughs> I saw a video, is, I think, that, that you guys that actually went viral, right? That you guys posted. It did. Yeah. It did. It was actually featured on MTV's Ridiculousness show, which I had never seen the show, but my daughter had, obviously, and she was really impressed that <laughs> our two little dogs would be on that show. But um, it, it is a funny video. That's very cool. Very cool. We'll, we'll have to put that uh, link in the show notes once this uh, podcast <laughs> airs so people yeah. can go see it. Uh, that is pretty cool. What does it do for you to be able to volunteer and to give of your time and to, to spend time doing the things you do with Jeannie? Well, I, it, it, like I said, it changed my life in so many ways. 
I look forward to each and every event that we have. I never know, um, especially with the advocacy center, I never know what kind of um, situation we're going to be walking into. Each situation is different. The child is always a different age and different circumstances and backgrounds and living arrangements. And some of the children we've met have no familiarity. Am I saying that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, I'm blonde, so you got to bear with me. <laughs> um, with dogs, um, matter of fact, we've met children who have never pet a dog before. Mm-hmm. And, to, and to be there and witness that for the first time is, is really eye-opening. Um, mm-hmm. Some children, their only um, interaction with dogs has been scary. Mm-hmm. Um, like the neighbor may have a big scary dog that, that just, you know, barks at them every time they walk out of their house or, mm-hmm. or whatever. And that to meet a little dog that they can actually hold and hug and, you know, it, it's fearful at first, but once they, they realize that it's going to be okay, um, it, it's, it's life-changing for them. Hmm. That's very cool. So on, on this podcast, I often ask, what are some of the life lessons you've learned? So what are some of, you know, for you, what are the, the life lessons you've learned from Jeannie? For me, um, her tenacity um, has taught me a lot um, just to, to see the obstacles that she faces every day. Now, Jeannie can do things, you know, obviously she, she gets along just fine, but there are a few little things she can't, she has trouble doing. Um, but to see that she, she just lives her life as if she has four legs, you know, and, and continues to get up and, and live a normal life. It, it mm-hmm. shows me that, you know, we have no complaints more than anything to be grateful. Mm. And, and she has brought me into so many situations where I see tragedy and heartbreak and, and these, you know, children that are overcoming such awful things. And um, so she, she brought me there. I wouldn't be there without her. Mm. So gratitude is a big one for me, just to mm. be thankful for everything we have and, and good health and, you know, wellness. Right. You know, it's so cool to see to to, to see and, and 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 to see what she can do for others and and that that lesson of keeping on going and not letting your disability stop you. And and look exactly. at all Jeannie has done, you know, just in her little short lifetime so far. And uh, exactly. I, have a, I have a friend who he was actually on the podcast a couple of months ago and his name's Craig and he's He's a rock climber, professional rock climber, and he lost yes. a, he lost his leg a couple of uh, about I guess fifteen years ago, and uh, wow. he you know he's he's doing things now that he never did before you know, when he had two legs, and so it's right. amazing to see the tenacity the you know to hey you know what we can do things no matter what the difficulty that we face and the, and the challenges that exactly. We have. Exactly. And I think that that is the main thing the kids resonate with. They they see that even if they're not missing a limb like her, there is mm-hmm. some sort of obstacle in their life, whether it be a reading disability. Jeannie does does do that. We do a program called uh, Fun with Fido mm-hmm. and we go to the library the first Tuesday of the month and the kids actually sit on blankets on the rug in the children's area and they read books to the dogs. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just Jeannie. It's her little pet therapy group of dogs here in Lake Charles and to see, you know, there, there's no judgment. The dog loves mm. the, the story and listens mm. <laughs> and gives them a little confidence in their reading. But 
like you were saying, you know, they, when they see another overcome and do well, and it makes them want to do the same. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how long do you think Jeannie's going to be able to do this? Well, uh, she's 12 now. Um, I hope we have a few more happy, healthy years of pet therapy. Um, we have slowed down a little bit this past year, mainly because we've had a lot of events with the uh, hero dog. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear her out. <laughs> sure, sure. But I think I think we're going to start slowing down a little bit, but we, we hope to continue for quite a while. Hmm. Yeah, well, very good. So just a little bit, uh, I always like to ask my guests, what was your life like? You know, before you met Jeannie, what was, you know, what, where'd you come from? Where were you born? Where were you, where'd you grow up? And what was your life like up, up until, up until this moment? Up until she changed my life, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> I was, I'm originally and born and raised here in Southwest Louisiana. I live in Lake Charles. It's, if you're familiar with Louisiana at all, it's shaped like a boot and we're kind of in the heel of the boot not far from the coast. You know, I, like I told you, I was uh, working at the district attorney's office for 16 years. When I found out that dogs are way more fun than criminals, <laughs> it really, <laughs> it really changed my life. <laughs> but yeah, I never, I, I never see, saw this coming. I really didn't, uh, especially when we adopted her. We just love dogs. We, we love rescues, first mm. and foremost. While we were doing pet therapy, I wrote this little children's book, hmm. Jeannie, the three-legged dog, I don't need four feet. I wrote the book just for basically to give to some of our patients as hmm. an encouragement and something to leave with them. And um, I self-published the book. Now I have the book printed and I do sell it and donate most of the proceeds to local rescues. But I never saw that coming either. Mm-hmm. It was just something that I felt like kids had these honest questions and I felt like a little book would answer their questions. And I used real pictures of Jeannie. It was obviously mm-hmm. um, a lot less expensive than hiring uh, an illustrator. But, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, like I said, I never saw that, that coming either. I love to write. I write for a little uh, local magazine little pickup magazine here in our area every once mm-hmm. in a while. And I guess I thought I would try my hand at children's books and it, mm-hmm. it worked out. Very cool. Can people uh, still purchase that book? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's on Jeannie's website and um, on our social media links as well. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'll, I'll be sure to post those links in the, in the show notes below uh, on the podcast. Thank so what's, you. what's the next big thing for you and for Jeannie? Well, I'm not sure, to be honest with you, um, as has been our whole story. <laughs> we didn't see a lot of this coming. I guess we're going to continue with our pet therapy. I am working on a new um, children's book. Actually, this book will be about Pippa, mm, okay. <laughs> the, the, the world's fastest three-legged dog. And it, it does have to do with, with her uh, running adventures. Uh, and, you know, people often seeing a dog that's an amputee as, as a uh you wouldn't figure that she would be fast at running. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of the um, underdog, no pun intended, <laughs> but um, it'll be, it'll be along those lines. And also I had a um, double mastectomy in 2018 mm-hmm. and it was a preventative. I do not have cancer. Mm-hmm. It was pre- preventative because I do have the gene. So I'm kind of writing my story about mm-hmm. that. So that that's what I'm going to be focusing on um, for the next uh, year or so, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a therapy dog right there. 
with you. <laughs> Does she give you therapy? Exactly. <laughs> Do you lay on Every the couch and she, <laughs> you talk to her? <laughs> Every single day. I can't tell you. Uh, and I, you know, one of the things that I try to tell people, um, all dogs are, are therapists. Mm-hmm. They really are. You know, we happen to have one that, that is certified, but mm-hmm. you know, certification or not, I believe all dogs are therapists in their own right. Mm. They're just good for us. They help us heal. Sure. So what does it take to get a dog, dog certified for uh, for therapy? Oh, that's a really good question. Actually, they just have to pass the testing. It's not really a rigorous test, mm-hmm. but there are uh, genius Is it fill in the through... blank? I mean, do they have to fill in the blank? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's a good one. She, she's actually certified through the Alliance of Therapy Dogs, although there are many uh, certification companies, but they have testers throughout the country, um, mm-hmm. and we happen to have one here in our hometown. And they, we met at Petco. You meet at a dog-friendly place, and they test the dog initially, make sure that they're not going to bite, aggressive, you know, those kind of things. And then they start the uh, testing in the the visits. It might be um, at a nursing home or a hospital first just to see, make sure that they're quiet. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> you can't have a yappy dog in the hospital. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. To sleep. <laughs> that would be a problem. Yeah. But if if the dogs are just meek and mellow by nature is usually the best indication. Hmm. So this next question is is a little bit different, uh, but it's a question I ask everyone. Uh, and I'm going to okay. relate it to Jeannie. So, so I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> I make movies and documentaries. And, right. and when you're producing a documentary or a film, you have a log line. And a log line is that one sentence or phrase that kind of describes the movie. And so I always ask, when the movie about your life is made, what will the log line be? So my question is, when the movie about Jeannie is made, what will the log line be? (laughs) Well, if there's a movie being made anytime soon, it would definitely be a comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's, she's, uh, I think she would be a great film star. As far as a log line, um, I I kind of think of Jeannie as more of a uh, Forrest Gump kind of mm, character she's mm-hmm. she has special needs but she has no idea and <laughs> gotcha. she ends up in some of the most fantastic events you know so i guess whatever forrest puts out there that would be our long <laughs> 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 you know a, a, a little rescue finds herself in the middle mm. of the you know healing people mm. and, and doing good out there and mm. trying to uh promote rescue as well while she's, you know, saving the world. Boy, that is so important because in our world today, and even now as we're in the middle of this coronavirus thing, you know, it's to have some relief from that. I mean, we just, we just picked up a a new pup here a couple of weeks ago, last week, actually. So we're in week two of puppy training, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, and as much of a pain in the butt as she is sometimes, uh, she brings us so much joy and laughter and right? fun oh. and, and relief from, what? you know, the blathering of the news, you know, of, you know, yeah. people have died and all this, whatever. It's like, okay, yeah. this, this gives us some good relief. And I think that's important. Always, always. And, and it's, you're right. We are in the middle of this, um, COVID-19 thing and, um, dogs offer comic relief. They offer, uh, you know, just satisfaction just sitting there watching this horrible news on tv you just put with them on your lap it makes it a little bit better yeah and they're they're not worried by all that that's going on that we might be worried about Mm -mm. 
No, not at all. Yeah, can give us some not joy. Not at all. Some joy and happiness. What'd you name your puppy? I need to know that. So her name is <laughs> so her name is Stella. Stella, that's a great name. Yeah, we always thought that you know, with there was a movie that but there was an old movie made that uh, a character's name was Stella, and, the, and one of the lines was Stella. Yeah, I think it was uh, Brando, wasn't it? Yes, I think so. I think it was Brando. Yeah. Okay. And so it was like, you know, if I stand on the back deck and I yell her name, that's, you know, <laughs> that's what I can do now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you have you have your moment there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I, I know what you're talking. I think it was a streetcar named Desire. That's what it was. That's of, what it was. Yeah. Yes, streetcar named Desire. Yes. Yep. So. <laughs> yes. So, but, and I yeah, believe uh, Sophia Vergara actually was named her dog uh, on the show Modern okay. Family, and they they were yelling Stella as well. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, Same she's kind a of uh, she is a supposedly a mini uh, a labradoodle. So Precious. she's all yeah. black, has a little white patch on her on her chest, and uh, sweet. She's amazing how fast they learn. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, oh, trying, yeah. to, trying to teach her, well, well, she learned her name. And then now we're teaching her to sit. We're teaching her to heal when we walk and, and all that fun stuff. And, and teaching her not to awesome. pee, on the, pee on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the big one. <laughs> that's the big one. So, yeah. so any tips for me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, for us in our household, it's treats. Uh, that's the the big motivator especially mm -hmm. when we brought Pippa home Pippa was abused and we we got her from New Orleans like I said but she it took her a while to trust us and um, so we had quite a few mishaps before we got it together mm -hmm. the treats were were a big motivator in our house mm -hmm. so how do you do that how do you use that as, as when she goes outside you give her a treat Every time she does what you want her to do, you reward her. Mm. <laughs> as soon as she pees, you just give mm -hmm. it to her. <laughs> right. Outside, right. of course. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll have to uh, go to the store and get some treats to uh, yes. start doing that. So, uh, yeah, very good. Well, Lydia, it's been a, a pleasure talking to you and to uh, learn more about Jeannie, the three-legged dog. And... Uh, Looking forward to seeing what all Jeannie accomplishes in the next few years. Thank you. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see too. You know, you never know with this with this line of work. Yeah. Well, congratulations on on the work you're doing. It's important work, and uh, we want to continue to highlight those kind of uh, things that people are doing that are doing good in our world. And I think that what you're doing is great. And uh, thank so, you. And so thank important. you. So, well, they always say to do what you love, and, and I, I truly love it. So, yeah, and you do yeah. what you love, you never have to work a day in your life, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, but thank you for taking time to talk to us here today on the My Story podcast. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Lydia, for taking time to talk with me. I hope Jeannie is doing well and that all of you are staying healthy during this time. Next week on the My Story Podcast, we will hear my interview with the musical artist who composed and plays our theme song here on the podcast. Drew Davidson is a musician and recording artist based out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'll hear his story of having a dream of hearing his music on the radio. Join me next week to see if his dream came true. That's Drew Davidson on the My Story Podcast next time. 
Hey, if you enjoy these podcasts and think that more people should listen, I would heartily agree. So why don't you give me a review on Apple Podcasts? Then share this episode with a friend. You can send it through a text message or email or through a Facebook post. And be sure to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook so that you will never miss an episode. The music on today's show is from my friend, Drew Davidson. You can get all of his music on iTunes or Spotify or at drewdavidson.com. Check the link below in the show notes. Last, be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss an episode. And as always, if you have an idea for an interview you'd like to hear, send me a message and I'll see what I can do. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you again next week on the My Story Podcast.